So remind yourself that your confidence is always at its highest when you have experience and you know what you're doing. And it's at its lowest when you're starting something new and you're not sure what you're doing. Welcome to the Startup Fashion Do It Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Giordano, the founder of Startup Fashion. Having started in this industry two decades ago, over the years, I watched how the traditional industry laid down rules that were misleading, exclusive, and discouraging. I watched independent designers walk away from their budding businesses because they were being told they were doing it wrong. The smoke and mirrors were causing them to think they didn't have what it takes to succeed. It was so upsetting, and I wasn't having it. I launched Startup Fashion to show independent fashion designers that they can and should ignore the rules and do things their own way. And I've made it my mission to help brilliant fashion entrepreneurs design lives they love by building businesses that succeed. Listen in as I interview inspiring independent brand owners who are doing things differently, defining their own paths, and building profitable businesses their way. Designers, so today's episode is a little different. I'm um, I'm flying solo. <laughs> uh, all the episodes up to this point have been interviews with brand owners who have built profitable businesses, doing things a little bit differently, and defining what success looks like for themselves, which has been so inspiring to hear. Um, and we will go back to that format next week. Um, I have so many exciting interviews scheduled, but for today, I wanted to drop into your ears and talk about um, something that I've been thinking about, which is kind of the the top things, the top lessons, I guess, for you know how I've managed to build my business. Um, and there are three things that I want to focus on, and it's the three things that have helped me the most in building a financially and personally successful business. You know, I've learned a lot over the last 10 years. Um, you know, I've been running a business for 10 years. <laughs> and while my business is different than yours in some ways, the lessons I've learned really transcend those differences. Um, so I want to share. Um, and my hope is that these lessons resonate with you and help you as you work to grow your own businesses. Okay, so I'm just gonna dive in. Um, lesson number one, the roller coaster isn't uh, just a cheesy an analogy. <laughs> so something that has become abundantly clear to me over the years is that every time you are on the verge of a growth spurt in your business, you will be faced with a plummet in your confidence. Um, and the reason for this is that you are about to embark on learning something new. And with that comes so much uncertainty and fear that you are no longer sitting comfortably at the top of the hill. Instead, you've shot down to the bottom again, needing to learn new things and figure out everything that you don't know. And when you're sitting down there, it feels confusing and scary. But here's the thing. This is not bad. It's actually really exciting because it means you're about to grow. It means you're doing difficult things and reaching goals and milestones. And that's an exciting thing. That's a good thing. 
Um, So I want you to keep that in mind. The next time you find yourself plummeting in your confidence, remind yourself that you're growing and the ups and downs that come along with growth are completely natural and totally expected. It's really important that you embrace this if you want to grow your business because it's so easy to feel like you're doing something wrong when you're experiencing these ups and downs. So remind yourself that your confidence is always at its highest when you have experience and you know what you're doing. And it's at its lowest when you're starting something new and you're not sure what you're doing. And growth means you're repeatedly starting something new within your business, okay? Lesson number two, so much of success is based on math. (laughs) So this one was challenging for me to accept, um, I'm going to be honest, (laughs) mainly because I didn't think of myself as a numbers person. But here's the thing about this one, understanding the important numbers in your business is game changing. This is why in Level Up Fashion, which is our small group coaching program um, that's specifically for brands that you know want to learn how to make more money and step into the CEO role, we spend so much time looking at the numbers. As a brand, you really need to be aware of you know, your website traffic, your average order value, your conversion rate, your key marketing numbers like email signups and open rates. You have to understand what numbers you need in order to reach the goals that you have in place for yourself. So many designers avoid this because it's not often thought to be fun, right? So they focus on things that don't matter as much like a perfect website or believing that working with an influencer will change everything Um, or even just like booking more photo shoots, you know, like there's all this time spent on other things and distractions and these things are great and they're not wrong to do but none of these things matter if you don't know your numbers and you're not using those numbers to create goals and plans for reaching those goals so when this finally clicked for me it was really freeing because I thought math doesn't lie. (laughs) When I could see how many people converted to a sale on my website and I was clear on how many people were visiting my website, everything started to fall into place. It became a numbers game. It's like, okay, I see these numbers in front of me. What do they mean? How do I use these numbers to make decisions for actually growing my business? Um, And that's a great feeling, right? Because, you know, some of the mystery of being successful begins to disappear and you have a lot of clarity around what you need to focus on to grow. And that feels really, really good. It really does become a numbers game that you play every single day in your business. And the sooner you embrace this and start practicing it, the sooner you're going to feel that clarity and that sense of focus, because it helps you in those moments where you're like, I have so much to do and I don't know what to focus on or what should I prioritize and all of that stuff. And when you're looking at the numbers and it becomes clear like, hey, this is my issue right now. I need to get my traffic up or I need to get my conversion rate up or any of those things. Um... It, it teaches you or tells you what you should be focusing on and you no longer feel this sense of being scattered. You have a plan and a clear goal around those numbers. And uh, that's a really good feeling. So if you are like me and you don't 
spend that time. Um, I'm no longer like that, but that's how I started. Um, if you identify yourself in that description of not really paying too much attention to the numbers and instead focusing on some of those other things that may not quite matter as much, um, I hope you'll really like internalize this one and make it a point to start paying attention to important numbers in your business and use those numbers to really make a plan for moving forward and for growing. Okay, lesson number three, building a team needs to be a priority. Now, stay with me because I know what you're thinking. I know that it's difficult to think about hiring help when you're struggling to pay yourself. I do understand that. But nothing has helped me grow into a multiple six-figure business as much as hiring people to help me. So there are two scenarios here. Number one, you're someone who actually is able to hire, but you're scared to because it's a big step, right? So in which case, you have a mindset thing going on. You have some mindset work to do. So you need to start asking yourself some questions, What is the reason that you're not hiring, assuming that you can afford to hire? You know, are you terrified of having people counting on you for their money, for their livelihood? Um, That's a real fear. And I I understand it. Um, Do you doubt your ability to lead a team? Right. Are you worried that you can't do it or you don't know how to do it or you'll mess everything up? You know, is this something that you're battling with? Do you struggle to give up control um, and to delegate? That's another big one for a lot of people. That famous, you know, nobody does it as well as I do, or nobody knows my business like I do, or I'll just do it, it'll be faster and easier. All those things. (laughs) Um, That can be another thing that's really holding you back from hiring. So you have to think about, you know, what is the reason that I haven't hired people yet? You know, ask yourself that question. This is assuming you are someone who can afford to hire. Um, what is that reason? And what, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? Right? (laughs) So you need to figure this out. And you need to work on moving past whatever it is, so that you can hire people to help you and stop doing absolutely everything by yourself. This is huge for growth. Okay. Now, the other scenario is that you don't yet have the means to hire help. And if this is the case, then the thing you need to be doing right now is planning for hiring help. So that means that you're looking at all the things you do in your business, um, everything. How how do you do everything and recording those processes, you know, um, so that once you're able to hire, you can easily show that new hire what to do. Uh, The other thing that this means is you're looking at numbers, right? What will it cost you to hire the type of help you need? What do you need to be bringing in in order to afford that? How many sales do you need to make in order to be bringing that in, right? This goes back to lesson number two, which was so much of success is tied to, to doing some math, okay? So... With this one, you may not be able to um, to do this right now. You may not be able to hire right now, but you can get prepared, right? Like you can start getting things set up, systems, processes within your business and simultaneously be figuring out, okay, what do I need to do? How many sales do I need to be making? And this is why it's important to know things like your average order value and, and you know, your conversion rate and all of that. What do I need in order to be able to hire? Um, And I really hope that you'll prioritize this uh, idea of hiring help because I know that it's really, really easy to 
especially when you're in the early early stages of business to say oh that's so far down the line it's not possible for me and it is much more possible than you realize but you can't dismiss it as something that you can't afford and you won't even think about yet you have to be thinking about it planning for it and putting goals in place to make it a reality for yourself because the sooner you get help the sooner you'll start reaching bigger goals and those big dreams and that vision that you have for yourself and for this business that you're building and growing. Um, but you can't ignore it. And I hope that you'll think about this because honestly, this was major for me when I was able to start bringing on a team, we were able to actually implement all of these exciting ideas we had for the business and all of these plans for growth. But it wasn't until I had people to help me that that really became um, a reality. So that's it. <laughs> Those are my top three lessons I learned as I built a financially and personally successful business. Um, you know, when I say that, I hope you understand. It means, yes, we are financially successful, but Yes, I've also built a business that really is a complement to the life that I want to live. And that's a really important part of all of this. And so you, when you get clear on what a personally successful business is for you, what that means for your life, um, then you can start to build your goals around that. And if you take these three lessons um, into, into play here, if you think about them and really start figuring out how you can implement them, um, you'll start to get closer and closer to those to that vision that you have for yourself. You know, running a business brings a lot of lessons with it. Um, but for me, none have been as impactful as these three. So I do hope you'll think about them and see how you can apply them to your own business. Okay, so I'll be back next week with another designer interview for you. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this little um, change of pace. And I hope you will think about these lessons and how they apply to you. Okay, bye.